Um, I was in the Taco Bell drive-through the <laughs> other day, <laughs> and legitimately getting like, her car snack. Granted, he's a young child. But not young child, but like He's a teenager. Young. But he had like the kindest eyes Aww. and like the sweetest face. And I was like, I want to compliment you. Yeah. But I don't know how. Yeah. And I feel weird doing it. Well, especially when it's like a, a teenager. A, a child. <laughs> <laughs> Scully said 90 93% of Kelly's story start with I was in a Taco Bell drive through. Listen, <laughs> all good things. All, all good things start. They really do. <laughs> Welcome back to Blood and Contracts. I'm your host, Bailey Gabbert, and I'm happily co-hosted by Kelly Carlin. I'm following you because you said your last name. Too. Kelly Carlin. <laughs> I thought I tried it off her size. I like it. Right? Uh, my sister by blood. No. Nope. nope. My sister by <laughs> contract marriage. That would be incest. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Ooh. not related by blood. Nope. The same Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> and Halsey Carlin. My sister by blood. Right. Not contract. Not, Not contract. contract. <laughs> uh, today we're going to, again, I think the first 10-ish episodes are going to be a lot of testing and learning. Yeah. So today we're going to give you appetizers and an entree. You get both. <gasps> we're hungry. A full meal. Hungry. Kelly and I just wolfed down turkey sandwiches right yes. before this because we're all hungry. Yeah. I she ate another piece of pizza. So you're doing uh, it to yourself. It's yep, only you yeah, to blame. Yep. Yeah. And now I'm drinking energy acid. Drink. Pure acid. acid. Um, so today. I didn't spill it. I didn't spill careful. it. Careful. Only onto my wrist. And the chair. You dri- you dripped it on the chair. Oh, fired. Don't tell me. This is why there is a cap rule on all beverageinos. God, We've got a real breaker on our hands. I mean, her and oh, James, please. I'm telling you. Oh, God, she's going to do this now. Okay, I'll explain what, what we're doing today. For appetizers today, you're going to get a little bit of Love is Blind recap because I know she's Halsey is trying to fill this live, which is a very youngest child of her. We love you. I like that we're both watching you like hawks now. Oh, my God. Because gonna- the last episode, Love on the Rocks, that was the title of the episode. Oh, I didn't pay attention to the title. I I made an, a a note, mental note, yeah, yeah, to see what the love n- on the rocks. I mean, and and boy, it, oh boy, it was. Sorry, let me get Rocky. my your pen, handy ta- dandy notebook. You taking notes? Taking notes. Kelly, these notebooks have notes. changed us. I <laughs> we went. Well, I guess oh, no. We went to the gym this morning. Yeah. I don't know if I should say that yet. We can. We can talk about our morning. We've had a lovely fall morning. Yes. And we watched, Bailey and I watched the most yes. recent episode while we were at the gym. And getting ready to get in the car, I bring my notebook with me. Like, I'm going to be standing on the treadmill, like, <laughs> taking my notes. Like, <laughs> I get in the car, I'm like, why did I bring this with me? It's now my, like, new security. Like, yeah. anywhere I go, I've got an idea. I need to write it down. Yeah. So you're you're just like me now. That's notebook. what I've been doing for months. Like I have my little stream of consciousness journals that I take yes. with me everywhere because you never know when the ide- ideas yeah. come in. So we've got our emotional support tuchies, our <laughs> emotional support notebooks. 
we're on a roll. Yeah. Okay, so yes, we are going to talk about that because we did get the chance to watch it while we did cardio. Mm-hmm. And then we did a little a little trip, a little haul to Target. Target. That we did. We set out to spend money, and we, we did. didn't. We did collect some contents. Mm-hmm. We're trying really hard to embrace content creator life and take our tripod and actually document things and I think it'll get we'll get there yeah I didn't feel too awkward I did get some Luke's from peeps yeah it's fine but no one was like don't film me yeah that's what I'm petrified of that I'm gonna walk around somewhere and in public and someone's gonna be like don't put me on camera yeah was I in that shot yeah let me see it delete it blur my face out yeah which also I mean you know valid for sure valid yes but but like we're being filmed at all times yeah like there's security cameras everywhere yeah big brother big brother but those are more incognito truth um so we we set out to spend 50 dollars each so that we could do like a little turkey haul on patreon which turned into 50 dollars for all three of us together yeah I mean, still well, found some mostly wins. for me. Yeah, mostly for Halsey. <laughs> but I have no problem spending somebody else's money. <laughs> wow. And that's on tax write-offs. Yeah. Um, and Kelly found herself a little... A cute <laughs> Halloween yeah. doormat that I'm very excited for. Yeah, it's got sure. little ghosties on it. You'll have to send me a little picture when you get yeah. it set up. Yes. Um, and we're at the end of Pod Weekend 3. How are we feeling? Tired. <laughs> Tired. <coughs> Tired but good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited to edit everything yeah. tomorrow. Um, we are oh, we do need to talk about when things are gonna come out. Yes. We'll say this more on social, obviously, because this is episode five. But we're hoping to launch new episodes on Mondays. Because Mondays are a great launch day if you're in the social media world. Well, for now anyway, that changes frequently. Yeah. Excuse me. And then um, on travel weekends, it'll just make it easier for Ben and I to edit things and uh, get the have Sunday to edit yeah. and do all the cleanup um, and then launch on Monday morning. So stay tuned for all the things because they're coming. All the things. All the things. Um, let me double check my notes. Somehow. Oh, excuse me. OK, so we're going to do the TV segment right now. After that, we're going to do a new segment, a new appetizer called Goal Getters, working title. Um, Part of what we were excited about the podcast for, no, you're fine, was that it would give us opportunities to go do stuff in real life when we're not doing the podcast. Give us reasons and more opportunities to do activities and events and go do stuff together. But it also, for me, is giving us a chance to work on stuff in our private life and then have the podcast to use as like an accountability coach, (laughs) accountability moment. So we're going to talk about uh, our handful of goals that we each want to work on. And then when this segment or appetizer comes back, we'll give you updates about how our goals are going. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. I'm going to unhook my bra. Good for you. Okay. Yes. It was choking. Better. Mm. Much better. Okay. Appetizer number one. Yeah. (laughs) Love on the rocks. Love is blind. Tell me all about it. I wasn't at the gym this morning. Yes. So the dramas are drama-ing now. 
because I think the weddings are what three days out. Yeah, something Oof, like that. Two three days. Two three days. So this episode. Oh, so they did a jump from the last episode because there's no footage. Oh. And that did you feel this way? This episode was so boring because they only had like five things that happened. Yes, and mm. I kept thinking, this conversation is the longest conversation mm-hmm. I've watched. And then I'm like thinking because on the treadmill I'm like okay this is torture literally (laughs) I was like I need a break from this like I'm over this date I'm over this conversation like let's move on yeah to it but also then cut to we take turns between the couples yeah Mm -hmm. because there's only two really because there's only two so we see one date from one we see the other date from the other we jump back to couple number one and I feel like we'll we can get more into this in a little bit but there were things missing. And I was oh, like, yeah. What is happening? Because we ended on such a high note after this date and then mm-hmm. cut to the most awkward interactions, like silence, quiet silence. Between no one's looking at each other. Izzy, Izzy and, and Stacy. Oh, of course. Yeah. Which we knew was coming. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this mother. They have <laughs> nothing in common. They have nothing in common. And he's right. been shady. Low key. He yeah. has been shady, and I'm like, I'm waiting for the thing yeah. that he hasn't told her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The lie by omission. A and kid. It, it, no, not no. not that dramatic. I will say her reaction to the shadiness, mm. a little much. Little over the top. Yeah. But little. not shocking because it was money related. Yeah. And as we know, Miss Stacy is very worried about her finances. Yes. Yeah. And the potential of what her husband's and finances once, would be. Yeah, yeah. And once her man. Oh, to do you think it's dead? Oh, it's dead. It's debt. According to how he pronounces it, debt. <laughs> he did. What I'm, was that? I'm in debt. <laughs> I'm in debt. I wrote a note I, and I just wrote the word debt and I capitalized the B. Debt. Debt. I also said, I wrote just a random thing about Milton. I was like, nerd burns because he has the best nerd burns and he's the only yes. one that thinks it's a burn because he's the nerd. Yes. I love it. Yes. I also wrote because I literally could care less about him and Lydia because it is just a nightmare and a half watching them try to communicate. It's literally like watching someone from two generations try to have a conversation. Because it is. My only (laughs) note. He's literally Gen Z. My only note for Milton is Milton is 24. Done. Period. End of subject. Okay. I said essentially the same thing. I was like, Lydia needs to remember that I, I wrote this less full sentence, but I was like, Milton, number one, feels like he's the most mature one on the show. He does. He really does. But Lydia needs to remember he's only 24. He's literally only 24. So she's getting so upset about the dishes in the sink, his towel not being hung up. I'm like, Miss Ma'am, those are habits that are going to be broken. But and I think she might be feeling, I mean, she is feeling a little regret, but all the things that she's frustrated about, frustrated about, she already knew that they were going to be things she would be frustrated about because she knew his age. Yes. And she knew like, these are the things that develop in your twenties as a man, yes. especially and yeah. living alone. He has a roommate. He would be learning these lessons with that roommate mm-hmm. if he continued to be yeah. <laughs> just 24 yeah, and not try and get into a marriage. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, okay. So let's talk about the Izzy situation. Yeah. Okay. He has bad credit. That's basically the shadiness. He has bad credit and he had a debt, this is so sad, of $3,500 in college. That's like nothing. Nothing. But That's how much debt like I have. If I, I, more than that. I know. Amen. And I didn't yeah. go to college. Yeah. He'd, I don't know if he <laughs> did either. Cards. Did he? I feel like he 
I don't remember. To I don't be honest. remember either. I, out I don't a think bit you of have to to sell it. Insu- I mean, you don't have to sell insurance. Exactly. And he worked in sales before, so who knows? But I don't think I. Yes, I think her reaction is wildly off base for the amount of debt slash the uh, bad credit. But mm. two things are at play in her favor. One lie by omission he had plenty of opportunity in the pods out of the pods with her parents without her parents like it's been three weeks Mm -hmm. since you left the pods dude you had plenty of time wait so how do you know he has bad credit so they they talked about it she he is at least admitted that much she not really she she pulled it out of him yeah yeah they were like getting gas or something and she was like put it on the credit card and he's like i don't have a credit card how do you like, not have that conversation? Yeah. But also, like, okay, he doesn't have a credit card. So what? That's not the Bigger end of the fish world. to fry. Okay, but a girl who wants private jets? Yes. Please. Yeah. That girl, We're not paying for that with yeah. cash. No, she only exists in credit cardville. Like, I get it. At that age, at Granted, I would age, love to see her debt level because of the house. But daddy's paying for everything. You freaking know it. Yeah. And that's... What is her other job other than the she's Pilates? A pro- she's a project manager or something Operations like that? Manager. Operations manager. For one of Whatever her dad's that companies. <laughs> yeah. Who kn- probably. I mean, she clearly makes good money, and she bought that house, and she's renovating it. She she is also very much in her own financial security, right? So she's mm-hmm. expecting her partner to be at that level of security. To match it. Right. Yeah. And she's given him too many opportunities to either tell her what his worries are financially or tell her his financial past and he from the conversation it just sounded i hated that he kept doing this like but it's not that big of a deal and like i did tell you when he started to like do the workaround sentence and she's like you say a bunch of stuff but it doesn't really mean anything completely agree yeah completely agree she also does the exact well. same thing yeah exactly well then what i was thinking too like if i had to have that conversation with someone i would want to do it in the pod so i didn't have to look at their face when I said exactly like, make it so much easier but this goes back to they were the couple that stayed on the surface yes they, and it was all physical sexual sexual yes conversation yep and he got turned on by her and kind of just rode that high the entire time they were in the pods and yeah. she also kept saying the getting to know me and the doing the deep stuff will take time so in she kind of put herself in that box of like well you said you didn't want to talk about really hard big things when you can't see me so now we need to talk about the hard big things Mm -hmm. however why are we waiting until two days before we're getting married for this to come out yeah that should have been early so do they get to the end of the aisle and then say whether or not they're actually getting married or not yes yeah basically the i do's turn into do, do you, you or do you not? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Harsh. So based on the footage, I still think our answers are right. I think that she will. I don't know. Doesn't it kind of look like he's going to say no now? Is he? A little bit. Right? In the edit. In the edit of the, the wedding episodes that are coming out this week. Yeah. He's walking away at one point. And she's kind of and walking after him. Following him, yeah. But I remember one episode that I watched, I think of maybe last season. Yeah. Where um, the one person's family was way too involved. Oh, yeah. And, like, pulled her away. Like, pulled her away to, like, have a conversation. Yes. While they're at the end of the aisle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she's trying to talk to him and, like, hey, can we just, like, clarify some things and, like, yeah. get on the same page? And her family's, like 
in the middle of it. It's like, yeah. okay. Her brother. Let them. Yeah. Specifically, yeah. her brother is, like, all up in his face. Mm-hmm. And, like. Yeah. I yeah. think the families get very invested. And they, yeah. they, they're being asked by producers and their family member that they love and trust that this is real. And that this is not fake. That we're trying the experiment. We are putting ourselves all in. But once you get to the end of the aisle. Yeah. Things change up fast Mm -hmm. and the families are not prepared for it they're too invested it makes me sad playing with emotions um the only other thing that i was going to say about izzy and stacy is i these are the really small but significant moments in the beginnings of relationships of like when you're dealing with shame past shame and how to tell your story that take time like james and i when it came to finances, he had a really hard financial past and it took like a year and change for him to tell me everything. Like when we started getting super involved in like planning our futures, mm-hmm. that was when we started having super stark conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't imagine trying to solidify and have those conversations and solidify that part of your relationship when you only have known each other for yeah. a less than a month. Yeah. I had very similar thoughts too because um like they're they're having all these hard conversations or trying to have all these hard conversations and it's like however you answer this this is make or break right and in my opinion I don't think that's very realistic to a real relationship because we can have a hard conversation but I know who you are Mm. and we can communicate and learn how do we want to compromise on this so we're both kind of getting what we want or opening up to see like this is my viewpoint this is why oh okay I didn't see it this way now I understand and now from. I see it from this way. But it's like, oh, you want to raise children mm. in this way, but I am, like, complete opposite. Mm-hmm. I think in this scenario, it's like, well, okay, wash my hands of it. Yeah, like, bye. we're done, bye. Yeah. But because you don't have any of that true background nope. experience, knowledge of sorry. knowing them, who they I are as the a person. <laughs> we burped at the same time, so sorry. <laughs> You're good. That, I yeah, I essentially lost my train of thought. but. <laughs> sorry no 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 it's good the hard conversations are like the make or break deal yes. is essentially what i'm saying how long are they in the pods for a week one week i don't even think it's a full week i think but it's not probably like the six same days. person yeah you're like flipping through someone did um a reddit ama a couple yeah. of love is blind seasons ago and said by the time you get up if you get to a proposal you have only spent maybe eight hours together with that person all up in one week it's insane it's insane which makes like the reactions of people saying wow i can't believe this but i am in love like when they're saying i love you to each other after only the first episode i'm like yeah. how yeah yeah I can't every even time lydia said there. it to milton oh, in the last, and <laughs> oh, when they're in the bed together in the last episode and she keeps looking him so deeply in the eyes and saying i love you yeah and <laughs> And he never says it back. Yeah. And when they're sitting there, yeah. he goes 100% agree or something like that. Because <laughs> he's a nerd. And then, <laughs> and then yeah. like, distracts her with making out. Yeah. Because he's, he's like 2024. <laughs> um, I think the only thing that I would give credit to Stacey on, which is a huge thing for me to be saying, because <laughs> I'm she's not my favorite. Bronzer. One word. Bronzer. No more. Did you see Kelly the sent me the you? best TikTok last night or this morning yeah. about someone saying all of the things that I said while yeah. we were watching that episode, which were like, girl, find a blush, a blush <laughs> and stop a using brow. the same color in your eye- on eyeshadow. Her eyelids. 
right here yes. and on her cheeks. Yes. Very heavily on her cheeks. Also, yes. she's not a fall color girly. No. no. I don't she's know. She's cool toned. She's cool toned. And I don't know why. You know what? I just found grace for her because I am not a fall toned girly and mm-hmm. I do love those oranges. No. The minute I learned about cool toned bronzers. Yeah. It changed your life. Game changer. Yes. Oh. Um, sorry. The one credit I, w- I did want to give her is that I, if that is what you're going to choose to lie about and finances are super important to her and she has made that known Mm -hmm. since the get-go and that's the thing he chose to be shady about because he knew it would upset her i'd be out i'd be done and you could see it in her face she's just like i now don't trust you yeah because you've given me too many indications that you're not telling me the whole truth and you think that that's okay and that it's gonna follow you into our marriage yeah and finances in a marriage are very important as we very well know yes and (laughs) honestly did you feel this way while you were dating jansen like you guys were so young and starting out your adulthoods together which i love because Mm -hmm. you grew with each other but did you talk about finances a lot when you were first dating or did did that happen more when you got engaged um trying to think i feel like I don't think we talked about finances too much while we were dating. Yeah. Because everything was very separate. We didn't live together. We didn't share bills. Um, So if I'm remembering correctly, I don't think we really had full, like, how are we going to budget conversation until we were probably after we were married, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, James and I didn't talk about budgeting at all, really. Until I lost my job. Yeah. Because it became like, we need to figure this out. So it went from feast (laughs) to famine real fast. Yeah. After like one week, I was like, oh, I cannot be living the same way that I have been living. Yeah. We need to have some conversation. Yeah. Now we're budgeting like a, like a boss. Yeah. Well, and I think too, also, like when we first were married, money was a lot tighter. Yeah. And so it was like pretty much paycheck to paycheck. Yes. And so, then once we had a little bit of extra income, it's like, okay, now what are we going to do with it? How are we going to spend it? How are we going to save it? And right. I don't think, I mean, I think it's taken us this long recently. I think we've just started really like buckling down on saving. It's like, yeah. okay, we need to be serious about this because stuff comes up that you need yeah. money for that you're not expecting. So you need that mm-hmm. rainy day fund of like, yep. just in case. So I'm not completely screwed. Yep. Yeah. Like cars and yeah. yeah, it adds up. Yeah. And we're not getting any younger. No. But what we is also it that mom says cars, teeth and cars, teeth and taxes, yeah. basically. Yeah. I've got bad teeth. Genetically. So. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I've had they don't look three like root canals. <gasps> I've had two. Wow. Whoa, whoa. Both of my back molars. And as a child, I had so many. I have horror dentist stories, mm-hmm. but um, they ha- did pulpotomies, I think are what they are called. And they're like essentially a root canal on a baby tooth. Oh, my God. I had probably seven or eight of those. Good Lord. <laughs> that is torture. So sedate me. Me and the dentist were close. Somebody sedate we me. probably should talk a little bit about Milton and Lydia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I did have a few notes for them. <sighs> Milton, 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 Milton. I will say this is a, a lighthearted thing that I noticed, and I don't know if it was in an episode before. I didn't remember meeting Lydia's mom in the episode before. Yeah. Did we? I did. Okay. Two episodes ago, I think. Oh, okay. So maybe that's why I forgot because I was just thinking about the most. But Lydia Senior. Yes. And I didn't realize 
That was her that, name? Yes. I didn't realize that yes. either. Oh, that she's, they're both juniors? Yes. That's so, so funny. So how funny would it be if they got married and they had a boy and a girl? <laughs> and it's Milton and Lydia, Milton and Lydia. Like, That's amazing. Keeping the family names. Be, it's James Milton. James Milton. But yeah, like they'd the all be juniors or the fifths or oh my God, that's hilarious yeah. i didn't even clock that um did you notice that they didn't answer her question in the last episode when she asked her his parent his family about the how serious is it to name the firstborn son james oh, Milton? Yeah. they didn't answer you know yeah. why though because they know she's not sticking around yeah He's, she they're they've all clocked her and been like no yeah <laughs> absolutely no. not for our boy um I loved the lunch with sis, but she says everything with her face and not with her mouth. And I really need her to say, like, if you're that close with each other, yes. why are you not saying something? Maybe because of the cameras? Maybe. Lydia's sister? No, Milton's Milton. sister, sister that we love from yeah. their their family lunch. Mm. Yeah, you can tell she's holding something back. And she was offended by the things that he was saying. Yeah. There was one uh, when the, he was perception. comparing the families. Oh, when he's comparing the families and and saying um it went better than i was than i expected but it it basically like it was what it was and she mm. was just like we are families cool like what oh and mm. he was talking about how passionate her family is and how emotional they are and how yeah. together they are which is valid to want that sure but like especially if your family is obviously not very affectionate totally but I see, I looked at his family and saw affection in a different way. Like, yeah. I saw protective affection and really mm -hmm. wanting to, like, get to the root of who Lydia was and, like, not get the scripted answers from her and really mm -hmm. push back. And I feel like that is an affection in some way. And it makes me, he's 24, it makes me sad that he doesn't see that of his family. He's very much in a 24-year-old male mindset of just, like, I know myself. Yeah. And he even said, like, even if you guys were all against it and I was mm -hmm. for it, like, I'd probably still do it. Yeah. I feel like at that age, all, all the men that I dated at that age are, like, still in their 20s. They were just so overly confident and no one could tell them differently. Yeah. And that's all the vibe that I was getting from that lunch. Yeah. Um, the server during their dinner. <laughs> His hair. His hair. But also, he kept staying forever. Yes. With the champagne. Yes. He, like, dripping the champagne into Can the cups. Can we Google server from Love is Blind episode nine? nine? I don't know if, it, I don't know if anyone else. Season five, episode nine. He took Can his sweet, sweet time serving them salads and champagne in the clips that, I honestly, because they don't have enough footage mm, no. they had to show the full conversation and it was so awkward because yes. he came back with the salads and she started yelling at milton yes while he's <laughs> plating the salads it lydia's yelling or the sisters yelling lydia's, lydia's yelling during lydia's. their date i did see a tiktok actually with it dang it we'll try and maybe i can pull it for a cut down mm. man no Keep one going. noticed this as much as i did i thought it was hilarious oh well yeah i saw a tiktok that was like Lydia's I don't even remember what it said Milton and Lydia's dinner and and they gave us this and it's like <laughs> him like walking because he's got like this silky luscious hair yes <laughs> it was very emo swoosh. hair with a swoosh cut swoosh situation it was hilarious yeah. Oof. um it, was good. <laughs> it cracked me up in that conversation too because he's she's giving him exactly what she needs like mm -hmm. asking for exactly what she needs which is 
please be cleanlier. Please clean up your stuff. The mom things that she mm-hmm. doesn't want to say. And I will say this. I live and love and married an Aries. And I am a Virgo. And we are polar opposite signs, especially when it comes to living situations. James is very cleanly. But when we first moved in together, he would leave stuff everywhere constantly, leave things open constantly. And I'd come in and I'd shut all the things, then I'd clean up all the things and then reset because I'm a big resetter. Yeah. And then and you start to resent. Yeah, for as sure. You reset. Yes. And it took like a year of us living together for me to say, hey, hi, I have feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I have notes. I got some <laughs> notes for you. And you know what? James does great with notes and lists. So mm-hmm. that worked out in our favor. But their relationship, Milton and Lydia's relationship, is way too young and yes. new that her giving feedback comes off as she's momming him mm-hmm. and constant constant um yeah nagging and uh critique yes yes like nothing is ever good enough yeah. and he's so headstrong that he's just like i don't care yeah i don't care and that's his 24ness of like i don't i don't really care if your living space isn't the way you want it to yeah. be but you don't understand like when it is dirty like that and you're not that way it creates so much anxiety yeah and the fact that you're choosing that as the thing to stand hard yeah, on that's of the like, hill you're dying on. that's the hill you're dying on that is so young of you um last note about them he apologized if he hurt her emotions or whatever um at the end of that date instead of four yes i hate when people apologize with if statements because you know that you did do the thing so you need to say that you are sorry for doing the thing Mm -hmm. and he said i'm sorry if i upset you something like that and clearly she walked away crying from the dinner Mm -hmm. and went to go like take a moment he didn't come after her didn't go try to do anything off camera he ate his food and waited for her. She gets back and says, he puts his fork down. <laughs> Thank you, Milton. <laughs> and says, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. And then picked up his fork and started eating again. Jesus. And I'm just like, at least you could have said, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. Because that would at least validate that conversation. But yeah. no, can't even do that. So that's a mess. <laughs> um, do you still think he's going to say no? She's going to say yes? I'm on the fence about I him know. now. I think they're both going to say no. You think they're both going to say no? Oh, interesting. I think Lydia's going to say yes. Oh, I do too. That girl is but ready to go. But I think we're going to ask Milton to. first. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So. For sure. Um, well, that was our Love yes. is Bright Blind recap, but one last thing before we move forward. So this segment we want to kind of turn into like a club of sorts for books, movies, TV, podcasts, like anything media that we're in taking and interested in that we want to share with you guys. So... Um, with the end of this portion, we want to talk about the books that we're currently reading or that uh, are our goals to read for yes, October. I was going to say, this is part of my goal. Yeah. yeah. And you guys both have like spoopy, spooky, fall-y kind of spooky, books. Scary, Kelly, you want to go first? Sure. I have A Darker Shade of Magic, which I found by um, you. Me. You did a book talk on this. I did do a book talk on like, it. And I was like, this sounds... Like a good time, it is. It's um, by V. E. Schwab and is a series. This is the first of the series. I loved it because it's very reminiscent of Harry Potter in that she created a whole world. Yeah, and it's being made into movies now. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, I almost get reading. 
almost all of her books right now are currently being adapted into really? film or movie. Yeah, she's like oh. she's ha- living the dream life. She's right in now. her bag. <laughs> she is getting her bag. Um, yeah, fantastic book. Um, the there's a pirate girl in it, and she's a badass. Um, and I really love the way she writes about their version of London because mm-hmm. it's not really London, but it is London. Yeah. Mm. And I love London. So it's a good one. Yeah. I'm Hal- excited. Me too. Okay. Halsey, what you reading? Um, murder. Murder. <laughs> uh, this one, there's a great little bookstore in Phoenix and it's literally called books. <laughs> um, so this is, it, it looks like I got it at Target cause it definitely still has the, target sticker on it from whoever donated it but um it's called sticks and stones by michael hebert and it's about it's set in mm, parts of it are set in like the 1970s okay and then the rest is set 15 later 15 years later in like 1990 Ooh, yeah both Uh, great decades both great times and it's about a daughter of a detective who she then also becomes a detective Mm -hmm. um 15 years prior her dad caught and killed a serial killer or who he thought was the serial killer and now uh and for 15 years no more murders happened in their small town in alabama and then 15 years later when she's a detective bodies start showing up again with the same exact mo (gasps) and calling card and everything of the serial killer kind of like Who's the killer that they just caught in the East Coast? Um, the New Jersey. New Jersey. Uh, White collar yeah. architect. Yep. Interesting. Slayer? Nope. Nope. He had a name. Anyways, it was very similar in that yeah. one decade it was going on, and then all of a sudden it stopped. And yep. then recently it started back up again, and they were able to catch him. Yeah. Super cool. That's okay. Sloppy. And then you bought one when we went and then to we Target. Went to Target today, and I got this one, and it's called. The Brothers Hawthorne, there's nothing more Hawthorne than winning. (laughs) It it gave me um, Grim Knives Out vibes. Knives Out, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I can see that too. Uh, That looks like a good time. It does look like a good time. And it's 20% off. And it's 20% because Target loves a 20% off sticker on new books. They're just trying to get people to read. They really are. Um, So I. Oh, and this one is, sorry, by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. Thank you. Okay, well, please be reading and then give us updates because we want to recommend things to y'all. I'll try to read this more than I do fan fiction. Thank you. I am a crazy avid reader. Mm -hmm. Always have been. Um, Currently, I am doing that ADHD trope of an audio book, a Kindle book, and a physical book. I just finished The Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros, which everyone on TikTok and their mother on BookTok is reading this book delicious i heard it has some interesting spice it does have some nice spice i will say a little bit of a fan however do not recommend reading the spice while driving oh makes for an awkward drive yeah, yeah. of just okay. like is that everyone i have very dark windows but i just felt like people were looking at me and they could hear me oh no like hear what was happening i'm like oh my okay um the next one comes out in november i already pre-bought it for the Audi. cover the looks like hunger games to it me. is very hunger gamesy the love triangle thing is this exact same mm. where her best friend that she grew up with now sees her in a different way but she doesn't see him in that way but the bad oh. boy oh but the bad boy delish i might need to 
It is hum- it's watch very it. Hunger Games. So it is I watch it, read it. Dragons Dragon College. Dragons. I'm really selling it for you, aren't I? Yeah. Dragon College. Um, that's gonna be my next book, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I gave or it three stars just from an entertainment factor. Yeah. And the audio version was very legible readable yeah i'm not a huge fantasy reader i like fantasy i enjoy watching fantasy same i am but i'm not a huge fantasy reader like Mm. other than like harry potter books or you know like i didn't really ever like i i remember when the aragon books got really big yeah i tried so hard to get into it and i absolutely couldn't oh Scully just reminded us of a Stephen King book called Fairy Tale. James and I read that on Audible because it is the longest book. I highly recommend it for Audible. It was amazing. So good. I would actually watch a film adaptation if they ever made one. Mm. And I don't really like Stephen King. Um, so is it not his usual like horror? No. It It's adult in that yeah. there is violence in it. But mm. I don't know. It was very good. It was a world building book too. So you kind of got to learn a little bit about this fantasy land. Um yeah, very rich storytelling, lots of character development, um, and I, lots of I read detail. a lot of um, realistic yes. fiction. You read a lot of uh, modern fiction, right? Yes. Yeah. I do too, but never really enjoy it, and I always forget what it was about the second I'm done. Really? I yeah. read a lot of, like, slice of life books uh-huh. that are, like, yeah, just co- not so much coming of age anymore, but... but yeah some I mean, of those yeah i love i loved um a friend of mine to- in because i had like stopped reading i i used to read so much especially in high school yeah i was reading you know two books a week like i was wow. devouring books yeah and then after high school i especially after i dropped out of college like i didn't really have I don't know any desire and I didn't have a reason to be reading books you know Mm -hmm. like I didn't have a school assignment or anything like that and um then in 2020 a friend of mine said if you are in a reading slump go back to whatever type of books you were reading the last era of your life that you loved reading and so I literally started with I reread The Hunger Games, yeah. and then I read other, like, YA fantasy, YA, like, love stories, whatever. Um, a lot of John Green. And a lot of John Green. A lot of, John, a lot of Sarah Dessen. Mm, love mm, a Sarah mm, Dessen. Yes. Um, went back to all those books, and then I was suddenly... New love. Reading again. Yay. Yeah. We love to see it. Yeah. Um, so I just finished that one. I'm going to read the next one on audio when it comes out. I'm also, I want to write a book. That's a, one of the projects that I want to work on in this new season of life. And um, I'm doing research reading right now because the first book that I want to write is going to probably be a nonfiction memoir-esque. Um, so a friend of mine gave me a bunch of memoirs to read because I've just never really been interested. Love a memoir. It turns out I actually do like them because I have read other memoirs. I just never thought I would categorize them in that way. Um, So one of the ones that I was working through during all my driving this last week is Roxanne Gay's book, Mm -hmm. um, Hunger, because it's she's written many books. This one was specifically a way to tell her life story, but through the eyes of her journey with her body, because she has always been a larger woman. 
um, uh, as she likes to put it, a supersized woman. <laughs> um, at one point, she weighed closer to 600 pounds in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely been a hard book to get through because I, I relate to a lot of her journey, especially because she put on weight after um, an unfortunate rape incident when she was 12. So she wanted to hide within her body. And the only way that she knew how to do that back then was to eat as much as possible. So that resonates for me. And it has been hard to read, but also super beautiful to like see someone. She's only in her 40s, you know, Mm -hmm. like she's created such an incredible writing career at such a young age and been a notarized, like uh, have a notoriety in the writing world as soon Mm -hmm. as her like late 20s, early 30s. So it's been interesting to get to know her because I don't know a whole lot about her, but through that book. Um, And I'm actually going to take a page from your book because I need to choose a spoopy Yes. book. Yes. Um, I have this one by V.E. Schwab, Vicious, yes. which is also another series of hers that I've never read. It's been sitting on my TBR shelf for <laughs> a year, and I think I'm just going to read that one, start that one this month, so that we can talk about V.E. Schwab more. Yeah. Because I love her. She's the author yeah. of uh, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Which I have not read. But you know exactly what that book yes. looks like, don't yes, you? Yes, I do. Yes, because that book's... Yeah skyrocketed her yes. in the last five years yeah. and now all of her other books because she's been writing for 20 years which i feel like, like is how it happens to so yeah. many authors it just means one the yeah, book that i one. the two books that i absolutely loved this last year were hank green's books yeah. especially the first one um yes. oh my god a beautiful I, no that's the second the first is um i have it right here hold on yep my whole brain just stopped working Halsey recommended us reading john green's new books their fiction kelly i think you would probably enjoy you, the first one too you probably would actually john green or hank green it's hank green so it's the brother yeah yeah um so he wrote two fiction books in the last few years an absolutely remarkable thing is number one mm-hmm. um and the series is called the carls and then the second, thank there you, Scully. Oh. And then um, A Beautifully Foolish Endeavor is the second one. James and I have been reading them on road trips because yeah. Halsey recommended them. The first one, amazing. We mm-hmm. totally tore through it. The second one bore us to tears. <laughs> the second one is not as, like, clenching. Yeah. As the <laughs> clench. <laughs> because the first one keeps you, like... <laughs> it, it really, like, that's the only way to put it. But the first one yeah. really keeps you, like, on your toes. I did the seat. Um, the second one is just kind of building off of that momentum of the first one. I still very much enjoyed the second, but, That's good. um, I also, I listened to it on, <laughs> on point on two point speed. Oh my God. That blows my mind that you can read audible that quickly. I listened to everything on at least 1.5. Oh my God. The fastest I could do is 1.3. Oh, I love a 1.5. It oh. depends on the book. Um, like Obama's book I had to listen to it at almost two point speed. Oh my God. Because he reads so slowly. Yeah. I was I can't. I was like, speed it up. We gotta He's <laughs> Obama. Up. And it's the he longest takes his time. Book. Yeah. It's so long. But um the f- so the first book is about um this twenty something uh tech girly girly in in New York, um, who comes upon this like alien robot life form thing that just, just in the streets of Manhattan. And it, yeah, they just appear, but then she finds out that they're actually appearing in cities all over the world, Mm -hmm. but she's the first one to discover it. And so she calls her best friend, who's a podcaster Mm -hmm. and (laughs) has him come and record her with the thing and then they go viral. And so it's about so much of the underlayers are about like 
the effects of virality and and social media and and quick growth Mm -hmm. or perceived quick growth Mm -hmm. and how she suddenly becomes the spokesperson for something she had nothing to do with yeah which i liked as a retrospective of of when fame is given to just anyone like that what does it do to that person but like also why that person that per the that character in that book is really messy she's got lots of issues she's not she's not someone you would immediately root for especially even as the book goes on Mm -hmm. like he didn't try to win you over he really did want to show you someone that he thought maybe probably didn't deserve the notoriety but like Mm -hmm. this is kind of what happens in this day and age now just about anyone can become famous especially on like tiktok and youtube which he knows a lot about because he was one of the original youtubers yeah 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 it's interesting i think it's very interesting i also loved the ways that he adapted Mm -hmm. that concept into the second book yeah um because it is the continuation of the first and it's yeah so it's I think I was looking for more edge of the seatness continued mm-hmm. because it was going to be the last book. There's only two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was thinking, well, you, you got to go out with a bang, right? Yeah. You're yeah. not going to like pull us through this slowly like molasses. That's exactly what he did. Spoilers. It, spoilers. Um, okay. Uh, that was our club books. Club media. Book club. Media club. Media yeah, yeah, yeah. club. Working on the title. Okay. Um, Multimedia club. Yikes. <laughs> Sound like a bunch of teachers. Nerds. The other appetizer we want to try out is Goal Getters. So Kelly had an interesting way of opening this up by kind of doing another retrospective. That's the word for today. About uh, who we were 10 years ago Mm. and who you thought you would be 10 years later. um, And how that's affecting your goals. And because now you've had at least 10 years of adulthood to kind of say, oh, Scully just tried. (laughs) Scully named our potential media what is it called again pulp pie pulp pie i don't that sounds a little porn adjacent i'm not gonna lie i don't like it i don't like the word kelly says no so that's what goes um (laughs) because for me (laughs) for me my goals 10 years ago were very different Mm -hmm. and i thought 10 years later they would all be achieved and now that i'm 10 years into the future i would not make those same goals if I could go back and um, I'm okay that a lot of them didn't get realized. So should I go first? Sure. sure. Is that helpful? Yeah. Um, okay. So 10 years ago I was pr- still pretty new in my career. It was two ish- two, three years in and I was working in social media marketing. You were 23. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, I was 23 I had just I was living by myself for the not by myself but I was living on my own for the first time with a roommate and doing the corporate girly world so 10 years in the future I thought oh I'll be a director I will um probably be married I will be a billionaire like I it was all just status focused goals Mm -hmm. and um all achievable in my mind like there was no stopping me but they were all very much just based in monetary value and being able to showcase my value in Mm -hmm. how big my house was going to be my nice car and all that good stuff um I think looking back all of those goals just feel really small and kind of empty yeah. and it makes me sad that that's what I thought that life only life could become was mm-hmm. just the monetary value of achieving things um, because life can be so much more 
so much more. Yeah. But also I, I probably was at, I was starting to become my heaviest at 23 too. So I couldn't see past, I don't know. I was trying to lose weight. I've always been trying to lose weight since I was like 13 and by 23, I was starting to become my heaviest, and I kind of thought, thinking into the future, I would achieve my dream body eventually, but I wasn't willing to make the changes that I knew I would need to actually make, and the sacrifices that I knew I would actually need to make. Um, I thought that I would find the silver bullet to weight loss, and eventually just... The magic would, blue pill. <laughs> yeah, that it would all just fall off, the, yeah. the ozempic of it yeah. all, you know? Yeah. And... Um, I tried a trainer for the first time, I think around that time in my life too. my first male trainer, which was not great. And he body shamed me, fat shamed me, food shamed me, and then would turn around and say, oh, I can't help you with nutrition. That's not something that we do. <laughs> like, like, truly, like the only reason, not the only reason, one of the biggest reasons I think that I've lost weight in the last year and been successful in it is because I finally found a partner in this accountability, my trainer, Helen, who said, not only can <laughs> I, <laughs> Helen. Helen. <laughs> not only can I train you and I have those skills, but I'm also willing to work with you on the food aspect mm -hmm. because I needed that for the kind of person that I am, the genetics that I have, I need to do everything, self-care, exercising every day, eating well every day and not really taking a day off because the consistency of the discipline is how I become successful and she has been able to like mother me into that in a loving way that is not a fad diet way or super intensive you have your hand on your nose I would just like to ask an adjacent question of yeah you. right now yeah yeah um what would you say you're glad you brought with you to 33 from 23. From 23? Because you've kind of stated what you're glad you left behind, right? You're so right. I'm I would love to hear what you're glad you brought with you from 10 years ago. My family. Mm. At 23, I did not have my family. No. I had. We didn't know each other. We didn't know each other. I mean, like, physically, we knew each other. We grew up together. But yeah. But we knew no. each other as children. Like, we yeah. still had children history. And, we and I was a child. Still in school. <laughs> a child. <laughs> I was 17. Yeah. I, um, you guys did not know me. Mm -hmm. You did not know my whole story yet. You, a lot was still being pushed under the rug in terms of my trauma history and past. And that was being hidden away from my Can family. Can you believe it's been almost 10 years? I can't. Isn't that crazy? We'll talk about this someday, yeah. the tra the trauma story. <laughs> but by we keep teasing it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, um, I yeah. didn't, my family did not know me until I was almost 25. Yeah. And at 23, that was probably the some of the darkest years of mm -hmm. my life because I was so siloed away from you guys. Because I we did not see you a I lot. could not handle it. I could yeah. not come to the house anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have my people. And I have Kelly now too. Like yeah. that's a huge thing. And and now I have James. And uh, that was not something of importance to me at 23. Mm -hmm. I was very self-absorbed and very like materialistic in that. Um, 
that's all that was important to me mm-hmm. and very single-minded, super selfish. I still think I am a very selfish person. That's why I don't want children. Um, but back then, mm-hmm. only me. That's why I put on all my weight because I was only focused on how I could appease all the pain in here mm-hmm. and make it feel better by being self-absorbed, eating my way through it, and becoming a workaholic. So thanks for asking that question. That was really cool. Um, So that was me 10 years ago. Who would, Kelly, I think you should break us up because we don't, we don't need two curlins in a row. No No offense. Um, Who was I 10 years ago? This was my question. And I'm like 20. I was 20. I was still in college. This is a fun question for you to answer because you've just finished a decade and you're going into the next new decade. And it's like, yeah, I think growing up, I thought that I would always be married super young and I'd be a mom super young. Hmm. And I thought like 21, 22, 23, I'd pop out some babies. Wow. Really? By 23? You did do one out of the two. Early 20s. (laughs) Yes. I got married. Yeah. Good job. Um, and that's a, that's good enough for me. So, um, <laughs> crush it. You're like, wow, this is a lot of work. I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I was in college still though, having fun and yeah. always with people and having a good time. I don't being know. Being a lope. Being a, being a lope. Yep. Good old, yeah. good old GCU. Ew. Um, and I was just trying to finish school so I could get married yeah. and like live that out but I wasn't at that time dating anybody so yeah. <laughs> had to work on finding that first were you how were you dating back then were you dating at all or just going to school um mostly just going to school I didn't have any like serious relationships in college I like went on dates yeah with mm-hmm. people from tinder mostly a lot of group dates only only tinder, oh. tinder really yeah wow. not from school no well had the you gcu dating pool back then was also yeah it's grown rough it's since. grown <laughs> it was smaller um yeah. have any of you met so, so you have never dated someone organically like met someone out in the world and then gone on a date i mean high school okay that still counts because i didn't i didn't date until i was 25 got it. so yeah i mean like i had a boyfriend in high school yeah. and like we were in class together yeah. like we knew each other we saw each other from across so. the way yes. the eyes no <laughs> <laughs> um so organically outside of high school camp yeah oh oh does that count did you yeah. date someone from camp went on a date a couple dates yeah, yeah. Th- that totally friends. counts yeah yeah love it so there was that Camp pressure cooker though is a lot, oh, and girl. everyone was in everyone's business. So Camp it was marriage. like you were under a microscope, and Oof. I think that got to me. Yeah, mm. I was like, I can't. Everyone's too pressuring. Yeah, of me. especially because like you are the camp kid. Yeah, like, yeah. Almost like a, a PK, a pastor's kid, right? Yeah. Like my dad was were. a pastor. True. Yes. Yeah. So you were a PK. Yeah, pastor's kid, camp you director kids. So. Yeah, I couldn't take it. I was like, you know what? Everyone is giving me too much of their opinion. Like, mm. I'm just going to say no. And at that point, I mean, were you a teenager when that was happening? I was in college at that okay. point. So 1920. Why were we having, I think it's church culture, but like, why were we having conversations like that at 18, 19, 20? Yeah. 
I don't understand the pressurey mm-hmm. conversations about church relationships and mm-hmm. and how deep it got. Yeah. So fast. I'm like, are we really talking? Like, this is a drama. This yeah. is a. <laughs> well, and like we had grown up together. Yeah. We knew each other very well. And so then it was like, oh, there are some feelings. Mm. Do we see where this goes? Yeah. No. But. So it I pose the out. same question. What are you glad that you left behind at 20? And what are you glad that you've brought with you to 30? Don't worry about it being. We'll edit out silence. Yeah, take it. Do you want me to ask her the question about the organic dating and like give you a second? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Have you met? Because I have a story too, so we can take that time up while she Mm -hmm. noodles. Have you met anyone and then organically gone on a date with them without the use of Tinder? I'm. I really have to think about it, and I. Yes, but I was still dating men. Oh, <laughs> um, And, okay, it's a weird story. Because part of it is like, was it a date? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. So, the tea. I was living in Washington State. Mm-hmm. I was living out on an island. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were, I was working at a hotel. Mm-hmm. And there was a group that used to stay at the hotel every week. Um, they were, they would do bicycle tours. Cute. Very cute. Um, the people that were on the tours, like the actual like guests. Yeah. Nightmares. Of course. But the tour guides. Uh, The best, I bet. The best people you've ever met. Of course. Especially because we were all like summer giggers. Yeah. And so we were all just like. It's kind of a camp. It's kind of like camp. It is, especially living on the island. Like there was this group of us. There was, it was also the summer I turned 21. Oh, yeah. So I don't remember a lot of that summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was also the summer that I first started partaking. <laughs> in, in the plant varieties? In plant varieties. This was also was the summer. in Washington State. The, we should give this context because I think the it's the summer common. we got close. This was the or summer Halsey and closer. I started getting close. But the only reason we were getting close is because she was on the island and living with my ex-boyfriend's mom. Yep. For a place to stay for free while she worked on the island. Well, no, I pay. I was you paying paid. Rent. Yeah, I paid rent. Shut up. I mean, I was paying two hundred dollars a month, but I was she paying. was charging you two hundred dollars a month for rent. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, no, I was. I thought rent. she was giving you a free place to stay. Two hundred, two fifty, something like that. Yeah, for one room. <laughs> I mean, I had a bathroom and a room and. That's wild. Water. Dude. And she did not need that money. That's insane. no, she didn't. But I also didn't want to live there for free, and I was making bank well for that's 21 year old me (laughs) that's very giving of you i still managed to save like a good chunk i my savings account after that summer was a beautiful thing it's never been that big ever again so you met one of the tour guides and went on a kind of date so yes i think i so i turned 21 that summer yeah he must have been in his 30s yeah definitely was far older than me i mean all the men on that island are all significantly older than the people they date because they're all of these men who have no lives well he was not from there and he also but he's working there yeah but but only during the week so he so they would go back to bellingham they would go back off island yeah and so they would only Mm -hmm. be on island on on like the weekends or on like the three or four days that they were there with a group yeah um 
yeah it was it was very interesting i have this like i'm still like facebook friends and like my friend may like she listens to the podcast um and is about to have baby number two and it's precious um are we're still very much in touch and like and talk a lot but we had this little ragtag crew of like people who weren't from the island Mm -hmm. and who were mostly just like there for the summer there for like a few i was there for six months there for a good time there for a good time and there was a great little dive bar Mm. that did karaoke on wednesday nights yeah and um the one wednesday night that i didn't go this was uh chris pratt was still married to anna ferris yeah because he lives on he lived on that island that's where his massive property is mm-hmm. interesting and the one wednesday night that i didn't go to karaoke he, he showed up and <laughs> sang with everybody oh. i've seen him multiple times it is yeah. the strangest thing oh i would see him from across the street yeah and i would just be like wandering just around yeah because um, this was right at like the beginning of the jurassic park oh yeah explosion it was oh. at the beginning of when he started getting really hot too and the Guardians end of his divorce <laughs> and the end of his marriage yeah the end of his marriage yes gotcha. yes guardians of the galaxy era anyways Hi. answer to the question or do you want me to do? Oh, um, oh, <laughs> I kind of got lost in your story. Um, <laughs> so what was something that I am glad I left behind? What's something yeah. I am glad I took with me? Yeah. Um, glad I left behind. I think that mindset of like, I have to do this all young mm. to be of worth of something and like mm. to make my life mean something. Yeah. Yep. Do it fast. Be yeah. successful get fast. Get it done. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to be a young mom. I'm going to get it all done. Whatever. Yeah. And now I'm like, we were talking about this earlier. I'm like, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. But like, if it doesn't, I'm really okay with that. Exactly. And I, I'm, yeah, yeah I'm happy. So. Yeah. But also you bring up a great point that I didn't even think about. I, cause I too put a lot of this pressure on myself that in my twenties I needed to be X amount of successful so that in the rest of my life, yes. I can just continue to be more successful yes. and coming out of my twenties, I now realize, wow, there's actually like a lot of life to be lived. Yep. Yeah. Why am I rushing all of these things? It's why I'm so excited for this season of my life because I want to make mistakes mm-hmm. and break things and move fast and challenge all of the stuff that I put on myself in my 20s and my uh, the expectations that I had for my own life yeah. and what it should be. All of them literally meant nothing. It was things that I was only putting on myself. No one else was doing to me. Yeah. So why do I need to continue to do that in my 30s, 40s, 50s? Like, yeah. I want to live a long life, so I need to break up the successes. Yeah. Because they, they can take longer than what I'm used to, and that's okay. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, like what you said, like – they kind of felt like empty goals in a sense Mm -hmm. of, and I think it was because of the pressure I was putting on myself of like, this is what I'm seeing other people are doing. So Mm -hmm. I need to do that too, to fit in and to, especially coming from small town. Yeah. Small town, church, camp, all the things. So many layers. That circle, like everyone was getting married, 18, 19 and then having, having kids right away. Yeah, and crazy. I don't know how you guys did it because year one of marriage. If you have a baby in that, God bless. God bless. My marriage probably would not have survived. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my best friend dated, mar- engaged, married, baby in a year. Yes, and that was fast. They had it. That is so fast. It was not what they chose for themselves, but it is what happened. And she will be the first one to say hardest years of their marriage were the beginnings because they did yep. not sign up for that. Yeah. But they did it. Yeah. And I think 
Literally. They have a very beautiful relationship now, but I and I think it was because of those years of marriage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like they learned a lot about each other really yeah. quickly. Yeah. But it's not what I would choose for myself at all. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it happened, cool. Would have rolled with the punches and said, "Let's figure this out." Sure. But it didn't. So and we're okay with I'm, that. <laughs> I'm also thankful right. for that. Um. So yeah, what I wouldn't take, or what I'm glad I left behind is is that mindset. What I am happy that I took with me, I think trying to think because i'm also very pessimistic but (laughs) same 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 um i think my willingness i think i during that time because i had moved out of small town Mm -hmm. and was now in the real world a little bit more so um opening of my eyes and around me taking in Mm -hmm. i think i'm appreciative that during that time i was very open-minded to the people around me and yeah not judging people for whatever their choices you know like I think that I'm thankful that I got the opportunity to learn about other people and and I'm still learning and there's a willingness yes yeah yeah so I'm glad that I took that with me yeah I also would say I mean I didn't know you at 23 but yeah you did I did yep 10 years ago they got married when she was 23 no 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 I'm 30 just 20 yep 20. Sorry. I didn't know you at 20. Yeah. We are there. We got it. Yep, we're <laughs> there. Like, together. Uh, I didn't know you at home. 20. I don't think you would have said yes to something like a podcast or trying out something so abnormal back then. Yeah. I think you probably needed the last 10 years of knowing new things, meeting new kinds of people to say yes to something like yeah. this. Right. And, and I think figuring out who I am a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure it out. We but. Are. I Everybody think I is. know who I am more so, and I think I'm more comfortable in myself now yeah. than I was at 20. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to figure it out. I was just trying <laughs> to get through school and yeah. live my life. So, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, Hi. Do you want to answer the question, or do you want me to tell my organic dating oh, story? Yeah. I don't care either way. Go ahead. I'll be fast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we met at a gym. <laughs> Choices. And choices. <laughs> he gave me a tour of the gym because he worked at the gym. Oh. Ah! Um, he kept making, he kept making like passes, like touching my arm, which was sweaty because I was working out. Like <laughs> it was a free workout, and I was like, "This guy's just being weird, and he's trying to make a sale." Because I had yeah. already grown up in gym culture my whole life. Like I know when you're trying to make a sale. Mm-hmm. I didn't end up going to that gym, which hilariously enough was a 24-hour fitness and. Three years later, would then meet my now husband, who also worked for Twenty Four Hour Fitness. <laughs> for not a the very same guy. long this time, this was not the same guy. Um, he got my phone number out of Ooh, that's the customer service creepy. pack. Yep, and Ooh. probably also against all of their moral, all of their codes. Yes, <laughs> called me. Hey, try, I wanted to see if you were planning on coming back to the gym. If you want any more information, like how's your week going? And I was like, Oh, no. I'm good. I signed up. I signed up for like this fancy athletic club back then. And I was like, I'm going there. And he's like, Oh, ooh, bougie, love it. He's like, Great. So then now I can ask you to go on a date with me. And I was like, Pardon? What? Because this man, and oh, he was so fine, so fine. Hey, listen. If I know anything from dating men for ten years, <laughs> do you know who loves the chubby girl? Jim Bros. Yeah, Jim Bros for sure. They love a chubby girl because yeah. we're a work in progress. 
Listen. You're like, I see potential. I <laughs> so I was flattered. I had never been asked out before. In that way. In that way. Yeah. Organically, you saw me at like my sweatiest, yuckiest, and you said, yeah, that one. I was like, okay, I yeah. would love to pump up my ego a little bit more. This was not the married one, right? Yes, it was. Ooh. <laughs> Thanks for spilling that tea. Sorry. Um, We went on a date. She didn't know. I didn't know he was married. Um, to this day, honestly, don't, has not been confirmed or denied, but we dated for three months. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was the most erratic, psychotic three months of my life. Because this was the right after the breakup with the ex-boyfriend whose mother I lived with. Yes. The island boy. Yeah. He, I had found out he cheated and then he broke up with me because that's how low my self-esteem was. I found he cheated. We didn't talk for a week. And then he called me and said, hey, I think we should be done. And I was like, oh, glad to know that that's only your choice. The man who cheated on me. Awesome. Also, I lived with his mother and he was my supervisor at work. Super fun. During this time? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I very quickly moved home. Yeah. (laughs) And then that's my cue. (laughs) Everyone on the island found out that yeah. this was all going down and for it some reason brutal. took his side oh yeah well oh classy cute anyways Oop. erratic three months mm-hmm. the lies were constant mm-hmm. he was always keeping you never guessing. saw his place right never saw his place that's the first red, red flag, flag and red flag there were many times where i was supposed to go over to his place and, and hang out canceled. and then he would cancel or he would find different excuses i'm like this can this and just the love real. bombing with this man gross the love bombing but of like gifts top five sex oh. i'll just say that oh. um, <laughs> little years he worked for like another company as his full-time job and because he didn't have a life or friends and he was living in seattle where he didn't know anybody he got a second job at 24-hour fitness yeah and at towards the end of our ridiculousness he was lying to me saying that he had quit 24-hour fitness so that he could spend more time with me and I walk, I walked everywhere. I walked home from work past his 24 hour fitness with my friend and we saw him working one night and I was like, cool. So I called him and left a message and said, that was the final straw. You're clearly at 24 hour fitness and you're working when you just told me that you weren't. I, if you're lying about something that small yeah. mm-hmm. and insignificant in three months of dating, then I'm good. Yeah. This is done. Come to find out after the fact. I knew he had been divorced. Then I found out, nope, he's still currently married, has a kid in another state who's in high school, and he moved back there. Oh. So I'm pretty sure that he's still married and never told me that he was still married. Um, and then Messy. I'll get... see. I would get these. These They stopped about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. I would get these um, texts every once in a while from different numbers that would say, you were the one, or... I messed up. It should have always been you. Like oh. ev- like every six months or so yeah. for the last five-ish years, I would get those random. And I swear to God, it's him. Creeps me out. Yeah. Gross. Like, Don't organically date. Please my, please <laughs> my number. Yeah. This is an ad for Tinder. Um, <laughs> Seeing as they both met their husbands on it. Halsey, now we're back to you. Hi. Ten years ago, I was 17. Oh, wow. I had, (laughs) I was the fall of my senior year. Oh my God. Oh, and this was the year that you didn't know you were going to graduate. Oh yeah. No, I, three weeks before graduation is when I like found out I was graduating. Um, (laughs) Because before then, what was not, but in a lot of effort. Um, 
I was uh, the bare minimum was yeah, what yeah. was being put in. Um, also, yeah, life was falling apart at home. Um, I was very much in the closet. A um, little bit, a little bit. Uh, yep. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, I was... I mean, I guess, yeah, putting on a lot of weight that year. Yeah, that that was probably the year I put on, like, the most, like, mm-hmm. s- like weight in a short mm-hmm. period of time. That you had, like, did you feel like you put on more weight than you had ever put on weight yeah. previously before yeah. then? And yeah. more than I've even now. Like, even though I'm now kind of, like, it's been gradual. Yes. Whereas then, it was, like, literally within Overnight. a year, yeah. I had put on so much weight. Yeah. Um, because I was literally like basically doing nothing. Yeah, I, like I had, so I'd always been a theater kid. I had taken a break from the theater department at my high school because it was a hot mess, and yeah. I needed a break. Um, I was partying more than ever. Mm-hmm. I had not good. Fr- I had not great friends. <laughs> um, a lot, a lot of bad influences. Mm-hmm. Um. I was church. church. Well, and that was so that was I was living two very different lives. Yeah. I had church Halsey and I had school Halsey and those were not the same person. Was that the first time that you started splitting not your personalities, but yeah. where you were where you were distinctly choosing to split your worlds? I think that was most of high school, but yeah. definitely very much senior year okay. was two very different people. Yeah. Especially because senior year was when I was like serving communion mm. at church My and gosh. like l- and starting to be more in leadership i was on our senior leadership our youth leadership team for the high school ministry i was uh still babysitting a lot mm. i was doing youth ministry all of that yeah i'm um, still very much just trying to have any identity yeah and um well, yeah. and church could always be Halsey's identity back yeah. then yeah. because her two louder older siblings were distinct persons and we were so much older than her yeah. that we had that up against her of mm-hmm. like, well, we've already been here longer. That yeah. means we're more of a human. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, okay, what's the other thing that they don't have that I can have? And yeah. it was church. Yeah. And people loved that about yeah. you. Like they were drawn to her when it came yes. to church because she is just... And She's I was constantly yeah. affirmed in my yeah. personality. I it was where I was told like that I should become a teacher. Yeah, that, you know all of those things. Yeah, I I was very much affirmed in my leadership, but not really right. right. Like I was being told like, oh my gosh, you're such a leader. You better find a husband you can lead with. Exactly. Like, <laughs> they were like. We're going to challenge you on one thing, though, because we know that it's the thing that's going to be challenging you. Yeah. If you can land a hubby, then we'll see you and dignify you as a full human. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a a few people were questioning if you were in the closet, too. Yeah. And like that was the way that they were going to challenge her back Mm -hmm. of like without saying it, we're going to put the standard up there. So during that time, like what did you think? What did you expect or plan for in a sense of what your next 10 years would look like? I thought... I was just trying to get out. Yeah. Mm. I just wanted out. Like, I just wanted out of my skin. Mm-hmm. I wanted out of the house I was in. I wanted out of high school. I'm going to try not to cry. Um, Do we have a trigger warning we should say? No. I mean, probably. But, yeah. 
not uh, like yeah i guess some trigger warning for like suicidal ideation yes. during that time but um hi i'm a cancer and i cry <laughs> feelings feelings and i haven't been to therapy in two months <laughs> um soon 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 got one more month until i have health insurance again yeah um you were also very alone i was very alone you guys were a lot older than me um you were 23 and jansen was 20 or 21 yep and also most not i mean he was living at home but on and off we were he was working though yeah yeah um so yeah and things were very intense in our house at that time and um yeah so i was looking for just like any escapism i literally got involved in as many things as possible so that i could just not be at home or do you think missionary work was gonna be your ticket out that's what you thought that's why you kind of leaned into that yeah and it also so becoming a missionary one gave me excuse of like well i'm not finding a husband (laughs) anytime oh yeah go back to our so sorry i have jesus so sorry so sorry i have jesus i purity ring jesus married to him Um, none mentality i distinctly remember uh, our father oh no (laughs) telling me a story of like (laughs) i think in a way i think he was trying to give me like hope but in in, in, the exact opposite he was like that sounds about right (laughs) he was like oh i have this friend she didn't get married until she was in her 40s and they met in the missions field i'm like i don't want that to happen (laughs) i don't want to be 40 and getting married like my and i was still doing that comparison of like that yeah i still find myself doing it sometimes where i'm like at 27 Mm -hmm. my mom had two out of her three children and was very married and like had all those things and so i was still even though like in the back of my head dealing with the closeted stuff in the forefront i was doing the like the math the math of like okay i gotta get married within the next few years like i if i want to be a mom by this age like the same thing you were doing yeah i think a little bit of that similar in youngest child Mm -hmm. our siblings are five and seven years older than us and so my mom was having me the youngest when she turned 30 so like this was like something i kind of had to get over this past year um and um my oldest sister got married when i was when she was 21 ish Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. give or take i don't remember (laughs) math and then my other sister was 19 when she first got married yeah ish around that time yeah. so yeah. like young. very young very, very young. young and so that same same mm-hmm. with me i'm like okay do the mental math is this the standard yeah yeah well and i would literally do the mental math of like okay i want to be with my person for at least this long mm-hmm. before i have kids mm-hmm. yeah. so i have to get married by this age so that we can be together for this long so that i'm having kids by 25 because i want to have my first at least by 25 insane okay i just <laughs> I just had a realization for myself. Yeah. Because I've never been maternal. I always no, hated yeah. babysitting. But <laughs> yeah. I've I've literally never thought about the math. I've oh, never done really? math I did work it in my for years. No. I did that math. Never in my young adulthood. Because I always I've always been told like, oh, you'll want kids when you get older. <laughs> yeah. And no. you'll be a great older mom. Like, no. I the older I get, the more I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, I never grew up doing the relationship math. I honestly didn't yeah. get interested in dating until I moved out of Arizona. Because yeah. I was like, 
no thank you none of this trash yeah i'm going to leave so i thought i was gonna settle marry a nice boy from church yeah do the ministry life yeah do it the right way Mm -hmm. do it the way they wanted you to do the way they wanted me to do it yeah be the pastor's wife or the missionary wife or whatever that looked like right um (laughs) and get the little the little um taste of female leadership in church which is never truly get all my gold star stickers yeah Yeah. pat on the back and my pat on the back so what go what did you take with you and what did you leave behind yeah well i left that closet back there real yeah you left the closet real hard at 25 (laughs) the door behind you slammed it set it on fire uh burned the bridges um I yeah I think I left a lot of, and it's really only been in the last probably two years. I left a lot of that suicidal ideation of like, mm. I'm not gonna make it to twenty. Yeah. So what the hell do I do now? Yeah. Um, like I had to finally just be like, okay, you got here. Yeah. Figure it out. Right. Like you're 27. You you did it. Yeah. You survived. Yeah. Crushed it. Okay great next next <laughs> mm-hmm. there's always a next there's always a next um because i and we've talked about this before it was like i could never see past yeah. 21 22 like i just like getting older even now like i still don't see myself neither do i as an old lady like i no, can't same. even i can't comprehend wait for it. it yeah cannot wait to be oh, the I've... woman in starbucks this morning yes. we, we yeah. met a beautiful lesbian pe teacher yes so a PE teacher she 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 literally no no i know i'm just i'm making the joke that all PE teachers are lesbians (laughs) yeah i was like no she told us (laughs) yeah her partner came in they were very they got pup cups but but of course they did i i want to be her you know what i mean like i do want to be so comfortable in my skin that i can walk up to some cute young girl me and be like oh my god love your shoes i have a shirt in the same color and like relate to people who are younger than me i can't wait for that life but i can't picture it i recently have more like i very much believe what you put out in the world comes back to you tenfold preach more and more and so i because i used to stop myself from complimenting other people we where I was I just talking to you about this? I like I want to compliment more people out loud in our daily life. I random strangers. Um, I was in the Taco Bell drive through the <laughs> other day. <laughs> and legitimately Getting like, her car snack. Granted he's a young child, but not young child, but like he's a teenager. Young. But he had like the kindest eyes Aww. and like the sweetest face. And I was like, I wanna compliment you. Yeah. But I don't know how. And I feel weird doing it. Especially when it's like a a, teenager. A a child. (laughs) Scully said 93% of Kelly's story start with I was in a Taco Bell drive thru. Listen, (laughs) all good things. All all good things start. They really do. But I was like, you just have like, he had the kindest demeanor of him, like so Mm -hmm. soft spoken. I was like, this is not what you expect from a Taco Bell employee. (laughs) But um, I, Uh, I didn't compliment him. But I was like, I feel like this is something in the universe is telling me that maybe he needs to hear it yes but i couldn't be the one to tell him and i'm so sad okay i have a challenge for both of you for all of us because i started doing this in the last year i 
will choose every time I go do an errand or anything, if I have that like thing that comes out of my heart that says this person needs to be complimented or I just see anything yeah. about them that needs to be complimented, I will bridge the awkward barrier and say it. I've yeah. never regretted it in the last no, year. I've never regretted the it. The joy that comes into people's faces of just like, oh my gosh, I'm being recognized. Yeah. Oh my Especially gosh. like femme people or oh, like, yeah. like, fem- like feminine people or what, like that or someone who's not expecting to be like i again like i have noticed that the more that i put that out into the world the more i have been receiving it yes so like the other day like granted it's the dutch bros drive-in they always compliment you but (laughs) this one felt genuine genuine okay and not just a dutch bros compliment yeah um but she's like your haircut suits you so well and i was like i know yeah yes i need to hear that yes um and i you know yeah i just find myself more especially with other like femme presenting people and and just other people in general like taking a second it takes a second yeah and just being like i love your style or whatever which is a very queer thing to say for sure (laughs) that is how we flirt you've got a great vibe well, and then style. you Love get that compliment, and yeah. you ride that high for, for days. so long. So it's like the the compliments I love I've getting gotten, them. Yeah, the yeah. compliments I've gotten on my voice. Yeah, from people for the podcast. To the podcast, because it has been a like self conscious thing for me. Yeah. since I was in high school, your voice, my voice. Yeah, because I would get told that I sounded like a man. Oh my god, which or I don't like. Get. Because because fifteen year old boys are assholes. Oh, true. <laughs> oh, I still have this awful memory from fourth grade, and Lucas, who sat in front of me, turned around while we were taking a test and said, "Why are you breathing so hard?" And then uh, just turned back around, and I was like, "How to breathe it?" I was. I was like, "I how do I not?" And then immediately for the rest of my life. How do you recognize how you're breathing? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Me, me on the hiking trail. <gasps> I'm like, immediately started trying to suffocate myself because I'm like, how do you not breathe yeah. hard? I'm like, I didn't even recognize it, bro. I'm just breathing. I'm just breathing. I here. didn't wear shorts. Oh, yeah. To high school. Yeah. I would wear them during the summer, like, not just, you know, not around school people. Yes. I did not wear shorts to school for like three years yeah. of high school because some kid freshman year yeah made a comment about my thighs uh, and i was, was like, it a boy oh of course oh, of course and from further context we grew up and you currently still live in phoenix yeah which where it's hot as balls all the, the armpit of hell <laughs> the majority of the school year yeah like so even not- in pe i would wear oh, brutal uh, like i would dread having to dress out for pe yeah. luckily my high school most of P was uh you like gendered. Mm. Um, except for oh, oh Cross, we uh, want dancing. Real, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's um, it called? Blind dancing? No. It's um swing dance or not mm. swing. Mm-hmm. What did we do? Swing dancing. Is it swing? Square, square dancing. dancing. The square dancing section where um boys would purposely um move in line so that they wouldn't have to be my partner. Oh, I, I feel like every boy does it. Uh, honestly, More often than not, I will. My partner for square dancing. Yeah, it was my. It was the coach. Love. Mm. How fun! Who also would call me Bailey? 
Um, even though that. she literally had not had Bailey as a student for, I mean, we look very alike. I know. But it was <laughs> let's so give her, annoying. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Anyways. Um, okay, so. Did I even answer that question? You did. Of what I left, okay. You did. <laughs> what I took with me, what I left. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so for goals, ha- what are you thinking you want to make a goal? Should I go first and kind of give some parameters? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so I did a couple of goals in different categories of my life. Um, one that I've been talking to you guys about, but not on the podcast is that I really want to develop an iPad, uh, an iPad tracker and design it with Kelly, but planner and a planner. Um, because one, I'm an iPad girly, I have iPad girly friends and we all love iPad trackers and journals, but none of them are really doing it for us. Yeah, They're all missing something. Missing something. So I want to get really strategic about how we design it, but I want to design um, an iPad tracker slash journal that is based on the consistency and discipline lifestyle that I've built for myself. Yeah. So I want to kind of put pen to paper, figure out what that looks like, because I didn't just jump into a disciplined life. I did it in a staggered way over the course of a year and took on different challenges with each month to kind of grow in my discipline journey and not just go full throttle on day one, because I always did that and then would always fail a couple of weeks in because it was too much too soon. So I want to start developing that with you and just start to dream. I, of course, want to continue to build up Virgo & Co., the startup, and all of our projects, but mostly blood and contracts and really just delve into content creation. So that's a huge goal getter of mine, both for myself and the three of us. Today, we went to Turgit and we made some content and I've never done that before. I have never taken a tripod with me anywhere in public and said, <laughs> let's film. It was a handheld one. It was a hand. It was very cute. Um, it was a little odd, but I think I can, I can get used to it. We're not going to go David Dobrik style. I can't No, but we'll get, we'll get to no. a place that makes sense for us in our own version and style of that. Um, for the weight loss aspect of my life and health and wellness, um, we kind of talked about this in the last episode, but I'm ready to start like the next half of my journey, which is the next 70 pounds because I've already lost 70 pounds and I want to lose another 70. So I'm getting reinvigorated with Helen, my trainer, and we're just kind of going down on the next part of this path. Helen. Um, Every time she shouts that, I look at the camera. Helen. Um, so those are my goal getters for right now, and I'll keep you in the loop in future segments, appetizer segments. Kelly. So my goals, I should probably write them down so I remember them, but I'll, we'll just do that when I re-listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, when we listen for the edit. Yes. Um, so a couple goals for myself. I'm getting back in the gym. I think I... Mm-hmm. Uh, Today was the first day I've done it since mid-July. Go with me afterwards. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's why I was like, I'm really okay to just walk yeah, on the treadmill. I, I walked in and I was like, I am only going to be walking today. Yeah. yeah. I was My like, body can't do anything so else. So I have not been back wow. since before Colorado trip this past summer. So mm-hmm. um, getting back into the gym and now that things are semi-ish slowing down, maybe kind of making time for it though. Yeah. Birthdays are done. Birthdays oh are done. September's done. Thank God. Yeah. Um, trying to put like a number cause I like to have like, yeah, achievable or main measurable is the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Yeah. Minimum three days a week, okay. I think to start just yeah. to get back into that. Doable. Um, so getting back into the gym, one, 
to another. Do you want to go with me afterwards? Well, it's kind of far. Um, Well, no, I know. I would meet you one like halfway. Let's talk later. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Reading. I'm trying to get back into reading, and so I'm picking this book. So my goal in my head is minimum like 10 pages a day because I feel like if you just. That's very terrible. I get like, oh, I want to read like this whole chapter and like then I get stuck mm-hmm. and maybe I'll keep reading. But like yeah. at least do 10 pages a day. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do because I'm part of my reading journey has been to detectify my space when I'm reading. Because if I car- carry a book and a phone together into a space where I just want to read, I will be on my phone. Yeah. Hands down. Same-sies. I probably need to do that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta just old school it. Yeah. You know, like a little women moment. Yeah. You just gotta pick a chair and put the phone on the other side of the room. Yeah. And just and set that time aside for yes. it. Mm-hmm. Make a fun. Yeah. So reading, gymming gym, and on the social media aspect of things in these next six months, like really yeah. working on figuring out my own style of, of how I want to do things and, and present my ideas yeah. to social mm-hmm. media and have fun with that. So yeah. love those are my goals. Love your goals. Hi. Hi. Tang. Hi. Um, I would like to hit a thousand followers on the dog. <laughs> I like a thousand followers. Um, okay. <laughs> So that you can go live. Yes. But also just like it feels like it's a good number. It's a round number. Yeah. I feel like it's not that hard. It isn't. (laughs) It isn't. I just need to hit the algorithm correctly. Yeah. And we're getting there. Yeah. But I would like us. That is my personal goal is that by the end of November, I get our TikTok account to a thousand followers. Love. Want to see it. Yes. And we're we talked about this this weekend in some of Mm -hmm. our serious business talks about daily posting and the fact that all three of us are going to be pouring content Mm -hmm. into one handle. I'm super excited about that. So I think that's achievable. My soft goal is end of November. Yeah. My hard goal is by the end of the year. Yeah. Same. So great. Growth on social is part of my like side goal getter. So I love that for me. It's like very specifically TikTok. Yeah. I feel like that's very much like my where I can contribute yes in our mix mix yeah like I'm not super into Instagram like I use it for stories and that's about it yeah you'll see like if you follow me you see my feed I post in my feed oh once a month maybe. oh really that's once every like me. once every like three months usually okay if not less I think Kelly's gonna um, be our Instagram girl I love Instagram yeah in yeah. college I would post Almost every single day on my feed. Whoa. For a small period when of time. When it first started. Oh, yeah. Hello. I used it a lot. Yeah. 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 I got m- the majority of my Instagram following, which has, I've lost thousands of followers since I started working at Starbucks. Fun <laughs> fact. Um, <laughs> but when I, before I moved to Washington and I was freelancing and I was starting to do social content creation, which really wasn't a thing back then, I was gaining all of my following back then because I was posting every day. Yeah. And doing like really in depth content storytelling in my s- in no was stories around yet stories no yet. stories yet but lots of in feed posts honestly I think that's how people grew so fast because there wasn't any other feed it was just the main yeah. feed yeah well and like there wasn't any other social media that was like it right and like, competing yeah. yeah like Twitter was not a competition for Instagram no it's a completely different kind of platform yes exactly anyways so 
Yeah, okay, getting social. us there, social. Um, gym, I mean, it's like an active goal. I do, I already go every other day. Yeah. Um, I haven't gone in a few days, but. Um, we've been podcasting. We've been, been podcasting, and I've just been like, need a minute. Yeah. It's just kind of. I feel you. Breathe. Um, But yeah, no, going every other day after work has been really good. Cool. Get that good, good. Do you dopamine. have kind of like how Kelly does goal posts of. 10 pages and three days a week do you have one of those for gym um no i mean i think the three days a week is kind of what you're sticking kind of what i'm sticking to right now okay um so we do this thing with work where um like we have bi-weekly meetings for or now they're weekly for our departments Mm. and um you have they're called rocks and so with your rock are you uh off track on track or completed uh-huh. and so i feel like that one is my like that's on track okay yeah um i like it one what? of the pieces that i have for gym things mm-hmm. is seeing how my endurance progresses yeah so i've been doing a bunch of stairs for the mm-hmm. last few months to try and break through this plateau that i've been on and it's mm-hmm. definitely helping but the thing that i've noticed the most is my endurance in stairs like I used to only be able to do 30 minutes at level three. Now I have to do the majority of the 30 minutes at level four because my heart rate won't get mm-hmm. high enough the way how high I need it to get. Yeah. So the more time I've been on it, the better I've been able to progress in that way. Same Good. goes with like yeah. weight training. Yeah. I mean, mine is handle. usually my, my rule of thumb is usually I can get my rings back on. Ooh, that's a good one. Like I oh haven't. yeah. Cause you like non-scale victories and, and yeah. Pins. So mine is like, I have like certain clothing items that like, when they fit a certain way, yeah. I know that I'm hitting those goals. Yeah, that's great. Um, when my rings fit comfortably and yeah. they're, well, I always swell during the summer anyway, so I don't, Yeah, this is when I start wearing my rings again anyway. I just don't really wear them during the summer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I can comfortably get those back on, um, yeah, cool. I don't know. I, I've been talking a little bit. I mean, this is like a, a whole other like body conversation. Yeah. Um, of looking into some weight loss stuff. Okay. Um, support. Like, like surgery. (laughs) Like potentially like, like some, like some medically medical assistance. Yeah. Okay. Just because. Ozempic? No. Really? No, more like a, like a band, like a band. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, because so much of my stuff is portion linked. Mm. and to find a way to get my brain yeah to make the connection of like how much i actually need to eat girl i think i need yeah help yeah well i think it's the getting started of it all yeah when your issue with food not issue but like it's a battle point for me. Yeah. Portion control and feeling full and, and, and acknowledging and realize when I'm full was the hardest part yeah. for me. And without someone telling me this is as much as you can eat now, take a picture of it and send it to me. Mm-hmm. I needed that much yeah. teaching. Yeah. I just know that that form, like God bless Helen and the work that she's done for you. Yeah. But I know I've done accountability diets okay, and lifestyle changes. Yeah. And I know what it mentally does to me, and it's not fun. Okay. Like, it, it's not a good time. I get that. Yeah. I will say, on an Ozempic mm-hmm. track, um, the people that I have talked to that have been on it, because I haven't ever mm-hmm. been on it, it does 
it's supposed to turn off that aspect of your brain, the portion and the need to feed. It quiets it, which I've never had that voice be quiet in my life. I think my problem with that is that I'm already on mental health medication. It would mess with it. And I don't want to mess. Like, I'm on such a good balance of my meds right now. Let's not mess it up. I'm not messing with that. So looking into the like other ways, you know, that band stuff and and thinking about that so that's, thank you for sharing that yeah. i didn't know you were looking into that yeah it's just kind of been within the last like few weeks yeah kind of looking more into it okay. um mo- especially after the hike mom and i did yeah. where i was like <sighs> yeah it was we're on rough. day one yep you were on day one yeah okay yeah on thank that, you for your goals super positive note <laughs> Okay, our tangents. Our, yeah. We did. I mean, we covered a lot of ground today mm-hmm. with the appetizers. We're supposed to do an entree. That I, very much we, felt like an entree. It did. It was juicy. It was Maybe question. we just changed the entree to Goal Getters was the entree today, yeah. Yeah. and we'll turn it into a set. Kind of like how we. <laughs> Kelly and I talked about <laughs> reality TV for like a solid forty minutes in our last episode. So, this Goal Getter was the beginning of that. And on the next time that we talk about this segment, it'll probably be a little bit shorter. Yeah. A little shorter. Okay. Closing convos. Calls to action. What is our homework today, kids? Share. Engage. Subscribe. Reply. Watch all of our videos in full. Follow us on all the things at Blood and Contracts. You got a little bit extra money? Patreon. 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 Yeah. You got fun tears. Listen, we are going to do tiers that are less than a coffee at Starbucks. Yeah. So. Just saying. Just saying. Just nice. Saying. Uh, Those tiers, what, a dollar? Yeah, I think, I think so. our first tier will be a dollar. A dollar. And that will get you access to, at the very least, the desserts episode. Ooh. We just did last night our first tarot tie up episode, which was. <laughs> it was intense. so good. <laughs> It was so good. It resonated for all of us. It was fantastic. Um, So, yes, Patreon is definitely going to be bulked up in October. So if you want to start giving us some love and making this podcast more of a long-term reality, please do that. Um, And if you haven't subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or Spotify, please do so. And then rate and review the podcast so that it starts getting into some more audiences and we have already like we've we only have one review so far but we have had a few ratings Ratings, which has been that was so surprising and so sweet and please continue yeah (laughs) i love that because it really helps us organically want to do that for us yeah Yeah. appreciate any other closing remarks no just follow us on all the things all the things kelly there'll be more to you and your hubby thank you for hosting us for pod weekend three yeah it was a delightful time we're gonna now deep clean the house with each other and Mm -hmm. then james and i are gonna head out on the road with the heidi girl head back to cali yep until next time time. we love you thank you so much bye bye Bye. 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 Bye.